Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. From CNN, I'm Fez Jamil with the five things you need to know for Monday, October 2nd. The one thing everybody has in common is that nobody trusts Kevin McCarthy. The only way Kevin McCarthy is Speaker of the House at the end of this coming week is if Democrats bail him out. That's Congressman Matt Gates telling CNN's Jake Tapper that he plans to try and kick out fellow Republican Kevin McCarthy from the Speaker's chair. The Florida Republican says he intends to file a motion to vacate this week, which would force a vote on whether McCarthy will keep his job. It's an escalation in the months-long standoff between McCarthy and the right flank of his party in the House, and comes after Congress narrowly escaped a government shutdown on Saturday, with McCarthy working with Democrats to pass the measure, keeping the government running until mid-November. For his part, McCarthy told CBS News he wasn't worried. Bring it on, let's get over with it, and let's start governing. Now, while the U.S. may have avoided a government shutdown, the lack of additional funding for Ukraine in the spending bill has left some people in the war-torn country nervous. CNN's Fred Pleitkin has more from Ukraine. The U.S. is by far the largest provider of arms to the Ukrainians uh, that they then use uh, on the battlefield. But there's a second facet to this as well, and that is the possible chilling effect that any sort of cut in U.S. uh, security assistance could have on the U.S.'s partners who are also giving weapons to Ukraine. After signing the new spending bill, President Joe Biden vowed Washington, quote, will not walk away from aiding Kyiv. But House Speaker Kevin McCarthy told CBS that any large funding package for Ukraine will depend on a deal on U.S. border security. A CNN poll in August found that most Americans oppose Congress authorizing more funding to support Ukraine in its fight, with the public roughly split on whether the U.S. has already done enough. California Governor Gavin Newsom is set to appoint a new senator to fill the late Dianne Feinstein seat. His choice is LaFonza Butler, president of Emily's List, a political action committee that works to elect Democratic women who support abortion rights to office. Butler will become the only black female senator in Congress, and only the third in history. Feinstein, who was the longest-serving female senator in U.S. history, died last week at 90. This all comes at a tense time for the Democrats' slim majority in the Senate, with uncertainty looming over New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez's political future after his federal indictment. Turkey's military says it carried out airstrikes that targeted Kurdish militants in northern Iraq on Sunday. This came just hours after the Kurdish Workers' Party, or the PKK, claimed responsibility for a deadly bombing in Turkey's capital on the same day. The PKK is classified as a terrorist organization by Turkey, the US, and the EU. The Turkish Defense Ministry said in a statement that, quote, many terrorists were neutralized in the airstrikes, which they say were done out of self-defense. The earlier blast on Sunday happened outside the Interior Ministry building, killing one person and injuring two others. The Interior Ministry said that two attackers murdered a civilian and stole his vehicle before the opening of Parliament, it said one assailant blew himself up and the other was, quote, neutralized. A large healthcare worker strike could hit the U.S. this week. More on that next. At least 75,000 healthcare workers are set to strike on Wednesday in what would be the largest strike of its kind in U.S. history. Those workers are from hundreds of Kaiser Permanente facilities from five states across the country and Washington, D.C., which is one of the country's largest not for profit healthcare providers. 
Among other things, unionized staff are asking for across-the-board raises and job protection against outsourcing and subcontracted workers. Negotiations began in April, but the union says Kaiser has delayed responding to their labor proposals and is committing unfair labor practices against its members. A spokesperson for Kaiser Permanente says they have, quote, plans in place if a strike does go ahead. That's all for now. I'll be back with our next episode, which drops at 9 a.m. Eastern. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.